I came up with this kind of weird idea recently at work. Uh, I've been dealing with a lot of, um, I've been doing testing, adding testing into our app. We left it far too late. Um, I had pretty much um, zero large-scale app experience when I first started out developing out this job. And I'll tell you what, you really do start to feel it later on not having tests, especially when somebody else you know, starts changing code and then you start spending huge amounts of time um, fixing up your code because something that they did change, you know, it's all that classic stuff that people who do tests know about. Um, and it, I guess it sort of took me a while to sort of um, to sort of get enough real world experience for it to be painful enough for me to do it. So anyway, I've been writing tests with Cypress, and I've done a bit of testing stuff in the past. Um, and uh, we, we've been using Laravel on the back end, and we use factories. So Laravel's model factories basically allow you to um, allow you to mock out data. So for example, you can create a new user with a name, uh, with a random email, you know, stuff like that. But one thing that I haven't utilized is something they've got called, let me just find out what it's called again. Called, yeah, it's, they're called states. So what you can basically do is say, for example, um, use a factory and then pass it um, a function, for example, um, maybe my name, Luke. So use a factory, Luke. And so I can make that method basically apply a state to that factory that has my name, my email, a dummy password, um, whether or not I'm an admin, all that kind of stuff and make it so that it sets all of that up for me so I can very easily just create dummy data. And as I was writing tests, I started to realize there's so many different scenarios I need to set up and so many pieces of data for my test and I realized that it might be a good idea to basically scaffold out an entire fake organization. And I bet you a lot of people have already come up with this idea before. And so one thing that we've always um, sort of joked about is, because I work at um, Agripath, um, which is an agriculture consulting company, is the con- um, we, we called our fake user Ronald McDonald. And we call it like Ronald McDonald's farm. And, you know, he would have a farm that's, you know, grows potatoes, for example. So that's kind of like a little a little sort of inside joke we had at the company. And I thought, hey, why don't we just take this a little bit further? And so what I've done is I've made it so that I can very easily create a, um, for example, a business factory. And then I can just say business factory um McDonald's, and that'll just create the McDonald's farm. That's all I have to do, and it's already got that um, the defaults, like the name of the farm and all of that, set up for me. And then I can say user factory Ronald, and that'll create Ronald McDonald. And then I can say user factory. We've got another person called French Fry now, so use and I'm just using the same the um, first name. So it'd be user factory French, user factory Ham, which creates Hamburglar, user factory Big, which creates Big Mac, user factory Birdie, which creates Birdie Bird, like all these McDonald's characters, and it makes it really easy to remember. Uh, and it's like what what character does what, like what model does what because in the past I've said for example client A client B client C or admin A admin B etc and that's actually harder to remember and then you start a new test and then admin A might mean something different to what admin A meant in the past or client A might mean something different and it just got a little bit like confusing I thought why don't we just keep one cohesive story uh, for our dummy data that 
is always true. And that doesn't mean I have to make everything before I run every single test. So I might say, for example, create the old McDonald's business with Ronald McDonald as a business manager. And that might be all I need in order to run um, a certain test. Or create the old McDonald's business with Ronald McDonald business manager, give me the French fry farm manager, and also create French fries farm, which he manages, which is called Spud, right? And so you can just kind of like start um, scaffolding out the parts of the story that make sense for your test. And I've created two farms. The other one, because I've got a background in music, the other one is called Haven. And the person that runs that is um, Johann Sebastian Bach, who's um, one of my favorite composers. And so he's a business manager. And then I've got like Mozart, Beethoven, and Chopin who will work at that farm. And it's just a bit of fun and it makes it really easy to scaffold out these tests now. So now I've got these two fake businesses and I can easily run tests against both of them. Um, especially since like sometimes you have tests where you need to have two businesses and like two entire organizations scaffolded out. So I figured that I'd do two. And I might have to do a third one in the future, but hopefully we never have to go that far. So yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. I thought it was like a really cool idea. If your organization is growing and your test data is getting a little bit difficult to wrap your head around because you've got stuff like that, client A, client B, client C, then maybe start creating like a more concrete story for your organization that you can use to then scaffold out data for your test. So yeah, that's all I wanted to share with you today. I just thought it was like a bit of fun and something that might benefit all of you as well. And hey, um, I'm, I'll let you know in the future if this works out or if it turns out to be a terrible idea. But uh, yeah, another thing that I thought this might be cool for is um, when we start talking about policies with farms, we can now create a language within the organization. So we can start saying, you know, like, well, Johan Bach is the business manager. So should Bach be able to do this? Should Bach be able to do that? Should Beethoven be able to do this and that? You know, and as we get to know the characters in this fake organization, we can start using their names to communicate um, what they all do within the business. And then that can sort of like lead into us writing code. And it can also sort of bridge that gap because if I'm talking to um, if I'm talking to Will, who's the guy who's basically hired me and who I'm building this entire platform with, and so he's kind of like the the creative behind all of this, now we can have like a better communication around how everything works together because we can talk about characters that um, that you know would actually operate in a real business. And the, you know, just as another example, sometimes. Um, they might want to talk about specific clients, right? Like, oh, we've got this client that has X, Y, Z scenario, um, which can be hard for me to wrap my head around because I don't really know uh, the clientele that well. Uh, and I don't know like what they're growing or anything like that. And so that kind of be, that can be sort of hard for me to communicate with them. But, um, you know, with these characters, if we since we will both know the story really well, I feel like that could work well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it won't. This is just me sort of like throwing ideas out there and we'll see what actually sticks in the end. So a bit of fun. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you think it's a terrible idea. Let me know if you think it's an awesome idea. And then maybe you can try it yourself in your business and we can sort of like do some back and forth uh, in the comments. So yeah, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. And remember, there is nothing you can't.